Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1626, Save Money Where It Matters Most, part two, by Corey of thefioneers.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I serenade you with the sweet sounds of personal finance knowledge from some of the best blogs on the planet, with the author's permission, of course. Are you loving Optimal Finance Daily? Why not share with a friend today? Invite them to join the party by sending them a link to oldpodcast.com. Today's post is actually a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, it'd be best to listen to yesterday's episode first. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Save money where it matters most, part two, by Corey of thefioneers.com. Reasons to focus on the big three expense categories. Number two, seek balance by prioritizing your focus on savings. The second reason to focus on these three big expense categories is that it helps you find and maintain a balanced lifestyle. When you prioritize the biggest three categories, you can use your mental energy to focus on other pursuits. The journey to financial independence can be obsessive and addictive. I know from personal experience, When I first learned of financial independence, it felt like nothing that I was doing was enough. I kept looking for new ways to save money and optimize our lifestyle. I always wanted to save more. I spent all my free time reading about personal finance. What if we save 5% more this year? This was the question I would ask myself every year. I knew that if we save 5% more, it would mean that we're buying more freedom. Over time, each new action had a smaller return. I had already optimized the big things. I ended up focusing a lot of my time and energy on things that didn't move the needle for us. I've seen many others follow the same path. It's easy to lose sight of the end goal when pursuing financial independence. It's easy to get so caught up in the strategies of reaching financial independence that you forget why you're so motivated to reach FI in the first place. I didn't know then what I know now. I didn't appreciate the value of taking a more intentional, slower path to financial independence. I didn't value enjoying the journey along the way. This was and continues to be the impetus for slow FI. You can choose to use all your mental energy trying to reach FI as quickly as possible. This will likely result in discovering many new techniques and strategies to optimize your life, a high savings rate, and a short journey to FI. The trade-off 
is that you don't get to spend that time and energy to create the life you want after reaching financial independence. If you focus solely on how to achieve your financial goals, you won't know what to do with your freedom once you get there. Focusing on the big three expense categories when trying to reduce your spending makes it more manageable. Instead of trying to optimize every aspect of your life, try starting with these three big categories. As a result, it'll provide you more mental space to discover your passions and the life that you're moving toward. How to reduce your household expenses. Saving money on housing, transportation, and food continues to be a big part of our journey to financial independence. Everyone's situation is unique. There's not a one-size-fits-all approach to any one of these expense categories. With that said, we've tried to provide a framework for each expense category to help you think through your options. Housing. Housing makes up a third of the average household spending. This makes it the place to start when looking for ways to save money. We've kept our housing expenses lower by buying a condo with just enough space for us. Our thousand square foot condo is more than enough space for two. We also have plenty of storage space in the unfinished basement for all our outdoor hobbies. Because it's a condo and a self-managed HOA, we share the costs and upkeep with the other members of the HOA. As we said, everyone is different. Our strategy won't be right for everyone. There are three big questions as a part of a self-discovery tool to identify opportunities to save money on housing and to determine how it fits into your ideal lifestyle. These three are, one, in which state or region should I live? Number two, urban, suburbs, or rural? Number three, how much indoor space do you need? There are many layers to each of these questions. To support this discovery tool, each one of these questions has accompanying items to consider. Transportation. Transportation on average makes up 15.9% of the average household spending. While there may not be as much potential for saving money, there are plenty of opportunities. One-fifth of U.S. households spend less than $4,000 on transportation. The average American household spends more than double that. Saving money on transportation is a bit more straightforward. A majority of transportation expenses relate to personal vehicles. With that said, it does require a couple of key mental shifts to be able to save money on transportation. We've kept our transportation expenses low by prioritizing proximity to work in downtown Boston. We may pay a little bit more per square foot for our housing, but we more than make up for it with less reliance on personal vehicles. We own one car, which we buy used and keep for a long period of time. That one car is a luxury in a city, but it makes it easy to get around on weekends and get outside the city. Food. Food-related spending makes up 12.9% of the average household spending. This is one of the areas that Jess and I have focused on the most. Because we've optimized the other areas already, this is where we have the most potential for savings. There are a few key techniques that have worked well for us. Number one, focus on cost per person per meal. For about six weeks, we tracked the food we ate and calculated the cost per meal. This was incredibly eye-opening for us and helped us to see what items from which grocery stores cost the most. Being this intentional was a game changer for us. It allowed us to think about spending money on food differently. Number two, buy food in bulk. Buying in bulk is a similar strategy and that allows us to save about $2,000 per year without clipping coupons. Number three, ugly produce delivery. We also made the switch to using imperfect foods for our ugly produce delivery. This has reduced our spending on fruits and vegetables. 
it was also so critical to get food during COVID-19 lockdowns. Saving money is about buying freedom. Focusing on the big three has allowed us to save money and move closer to our ideal life. Saving money is great in that it provides us freedom in the future, but also in the present. Jess recently decided to quit her day job. Part of the reason we're able to make these decisions to shift our lifestyle is because we have optimized our spending. Saving more money isn't just about expediting your journey to FI, but enhancing it. It can provide you the opportunity to buy more freedom now by designing your life. The big three can help you accomplish that without going too far to the extreme. You just listened to part two of the post titled Save Money Where It Matters Most by Corey of thefioneers.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. I appreciated Corey's thoughts here on focusing on the big three so that you can essentially move on from thinking about reducing expenses. It's so easy to get caught up in the game of constantly optimizing, but over time, that can have diminishing returns. After I reached an average 60% savings rate, I noticed I had less of an interest in continuing to increase that rate. Rather than continuing to ask myself, how could I reduce my expenses and increase my income? I pose some bigger questions, like what do I wanna do with my time? Who do I wanna spend it with? And what do I wanna create? Financial stability creates the privilege and freedom to ask these questions. And I didn't wanna waste that opportunity by remaining obsessed with my savings rate. I often remind myself of this Ayn Rand quote where she says, money is only a tool. It will take you where you wish, but it will not replace you as the driver, end quote. I don't think financial stability is enough on its own to create the peace of mind we seek. We need to use this space in our lives for personal development and exploration to really get the most bang for our buck. I also like the idea of thinking about money until you no longer need to think about money. 
When you're out of debt, solidified in your saving and investing habits, you've optimized your fixed expenses and comfortable with your savings rate, there simply isn't much left to do money-wise. And that's perfectly okay. I mention this because I know for me, money management became such a passion that I had to be really intentional about exploring the space that financial security opened up in my life. And I'm excited for you to do the same. And that's another episode and weekend of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Thank you for your support and for listening every day. I'll be back with more posts for you on Monday. So have a great rest of your weekend and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.